cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you're looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantum suitable, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. Awesome. We're all great to be back on together again. Lieutenant Colonel Ricardo Bosi retired. Australia A1. Dave Guru Graham, right, from Stop the Rot Sack a lot. Kevin Hoyt, right, the governor of Vermont, five times ran, self-identified. And Chris Guy, who just left the studio with the Mike Adams Health Ranger at Natural News in Texas, and just finished with Stu Peters in Florida yesterday, making his way across you know, being Boulder, Colorado, in a few days. So, gentlemen, welcome aboard. We've got Chris for about 20 to 30 minutes, and he goes to another interview. So we'll go ahead with A1 and the update since it's uh, the next day there right now. So tell us what the future looks like for us in the Americas. Gentlemen. I can't hear you. I can't hear you, Brad. Am I 5x5 five five everywhere else, gents? I got you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got you. A little bit of feedback, but I have got you. You got a little bit of loop It's like there. super it's quiet. Cool. I'm going to leave and come back. Give me one sec. Cool. All right. And we'll get started. We'll see you in a sec. Yeah, there right. goes Chris Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man on hey, fire. When Chris comes back, since he's got limited time, let one let him have a have his uh his moment and then he can depart, then we can continue off. Otherwise we might lose something of value that he's got to say, and he's always got something uh valuable to say. So no, I'll just quickly kick off now. <clears throat> right, welcome. Thanks, thanks for having us, Brad, everyone for being here. Uh, what's been happening, and I was really quickly, just in terms of updates, uh, A1 certainly focused on the future because we know this is now coming to an end. The cabal's end is nigh, absolutely nigh. It's happening, we know it. The uh, Nasara Gassara is in place in Oz. The banks are either in or out. Things are moving forward. So we're comfortable. So A1 has always been focused on the next step, the next step, the next step. Our job is the, the great labours of peace as opposed to the tribulations of war. That's their job. Our job is to rebuild this nation. And th this applies to everybody. And what I've been telling the people is that it's them. They're the leaders. You know, we don't have any great Washington-like Washington, Washington uh, character in Australia to lead us. We must lead ourselves. And everybody out there, particularly the ones that are awake now, are the ones that have to lead because everybody else will be waking up very quickly and they're going to go to these people who have been awake for two, three, four, five, 20 years in some cases, and ask for advice. And so that's that's the job. Now, along with that, people have been saying, uh, and you know, like Kevin, he's con you've contested five elections. Is that right, Kev? Right. Nonstop. Yeah. 
Yeah, same here. Five five elections in under five years, we contested. And people say, well, what's the point? What's the point? It's corrupt. Yeah, why, why do it? Why do it? And the, the answer to, to us in A1 is absolutely obvious. If you're going to fight a bout against a heavyweight contender, you've got to fight the fights that you're going to lose. You know this nonsense, fight the fights you can win? <laughs> no. You fight the fights you've got to fight. And if you come out with a blood nose, then so be it. And you've learned not to stand there and take it on the chin. You've got to duck and weave. You've got to throw a punch. You've got to take a punch. And so all of the, these, these, these contests that we take, they're expensive in terms of time and money, but it's absolutely necessary training to actually know what it's like um, to participate in an election, crooked or not. Now, we know the results are crooked. We've all been robbed of our results. Uh, our intelligence says that certainly at the last election, Dave and I definitely won possibly two seats in the in what's called the, the upper house or the Senate within your parlance for one of the states, and we should be there now. We didn't get it because it was stolen. Now, we anticipated that. That's not a problem. We fought the fight. We showed the people that it's crooked. The people got out there. They got engaged. They were handing out how to vote cards. They were filming the electoral staff, stealing votes in broad daylight and putting these votes, these boxes of votes, into uh, private vehicles and driving off. And so we got everybody engaged. So was it worth the election? Absolutely. Every cent and every every second of that election was worth it. Now, really quickly, what I want to just jump on is a quick outline, <clears throat> the hard practical steps for electoral reform, because you've got you to fight the elections. But eventually, we will be in charge, and we need a clean electorate, because what the people don't get is that their vote is their most valuable possession outside their family. There's nothing more valuable than their vote. They've been persuaded it's useless. In fact, they don't even vote because they think it's a waste of time. And the bad guys love that attitude. They love it. Anybody that doesn't talk about this wants us to remain slaves. So let me very quickly just get this out there. It's not the full policy, but it's a series of steps that A1 has worked on a long time ago, and it's there ready to go the moment we are in power. So let me, if, if I can share screen, please, Brad. Uh, you yes, absolutely. You should have the ability right now, Rick. Yeah, got it. Tell me when you've got a, a white screen there. Yep, we're good. Yep. Okay, let me just go through it quickly. As I said, not comprehensive, but this is the way... Anybody that's serious about giving power back to the people, and that is the source of all power, the sovereign the sovereign people, they are the source of all laws and all power. So if they're serious, this is what they've got to do. Right here. First of all, the people have got to get involved. You can't abrogate this to anybody else anymore, not to the Electoral Commission, not to politicians, definitely not politicians. The people have got to get involved because those not discussing it want you to remain slaves, and we are slaves. You know, Australia thinks they're a first-world country. We're not. We're a third-world country by just about every metric. Now, first thing we're going to do is redefine treason and sedition because any deception of the electors by the government is ipso facto treason. If the people are truly sovereign, the source of all law, then any deception of the people is treason. And that treason has got to come with capital punishment. That's it. Now, in Australia, like most countries, I guess, you know, politics is a game played by fools. And uh, from uh, the interference with political, free political speech, like tearing down uh, posters and things like that, that's just part of the game, according to the idiots here in Oz. But you do that, that is now interfering with the free political discourse of sovereign individuals, and that's now, you're going to jail for that. This is going to be the most difficult place to conduct a corrupt election because we're locking these bastards up. So treason and sedition, any deception. Now, move along. You're going to have to remove the current electoral officials and conduct inquiries deep inquiries into everybody involved in this game. 
because these are the ones that have been delivering it. These are the useful idiots that have been cheating, lying, and stealing for the cabal. In public inquiry, it's got to be public. No hidden, no, nothing behind closed doors anymore. Open government. And we arrest these people and we lock them up forever. Then we have to audit the federal and state electoral commissions because these, these are the, the organisations that are corrupt. Now, the way they do it, just so you're aware, the top guy is, is sometimes the corrupt one calling the shots and sometimes they get a patsy, some well-meaning naive fool to sit up top and then surround them with the, uh, the crooks. Now, for example, the Australian uh, Electoral Commission, that's the federal one, that's run by a guy called Tom Rogers. Now, I know Tom. Tom and I were at the Royal Military College together. Tom's a nice bloke. Tom's a bit of a dope. He's one of those well-intentioned fools. That's just a personal opinion. He might be better than that, but I don't think so. So do I think he's a crook? No, he might be. He might be Masonic filth. But if you look at the people surrounding Tom, man, there's some crooked people down there that have been popping from uh, job to job to job to do the dirty work. A bit like the, the police chief that ran the Vegas shooting inquiry is now running Hawaii. Happy coincidence. The same guy is running the same show. So that's how he it works. He just resigned. So, <laughs> shock horror. <laughs> So order the order them. Then the electoral rolls have to be sanitized because they are completely false. So these are hard, measurable stuff that's got to be done. Then we're going to legislate new laws. And very quickly, I won't hold you up too long because uh, this is important, but we've got to move on. For example, only Australian citizens to participate as electoral staff because we get they hire anybody and anybody, and they don't care. Now imagine that. Having outsiders count your votes. They don't care whether it's right or wrong. They just want to get their pay for the day. Accountable triple triplicate ballots. One that goes to the count, one that goes to the elector, and one that goes to a separate organisation for validation down the track if necessary. Blockchain counting. So you can count the vote. There's not a problem electronically, but because the elector has his own copy, he or she can check real time. Sorry. They can check real time on whether their vote was correctly voted or not. One scrutiny per official per candidate. So right now, let's say I'm a candidate and there might be you know, 30, 40 counters. I'm only allowed one scrutiny to monitor 30 hand counters. It's it's a lie. It's a joke. Ballot processing to be audio and visually recorded. So from multiple cameras, so everybody gets to watch from multiple angles live exactly what's going on. Real-time accessible results to the electors, which means... The blockchain count goes straight through to a screen and you can check your registered number to see whether your registered number of ballot, which is treated like a, uh, a block of gold, is actually has actually been recorded correctly. And the last one, of course, is recall elections. 50% plus one votes gets you sacked. That's the politician. And so this is just a, a quick once over of the hard, measurable things that have to be done. Now, the reason I'm putting up on the screen is because this is about informing the world, not just Australia. We've got this wide because I'm sure that a1, it will be in power and will be the only game in town. But the rest of the world's got to realise there's a lot of work to be done. Once we get in there, this has to be planned and ready to go. We can't, you know, we're the government. What do we do now? Nah, you've got to have that plan. So anyway, that's there for anybody that wants to have a look at it. There's a lot more, but that's a good start. Oh, I'll shut up now and let somebody else have a go. Don't yeah, bring Chris in while we got him, mate, while he's on. So, yeah, Chris, give us your comments on that. Or Brad, you go, mate. But, yeah, let's get Chris on, eh? Oh, let's go for Chris. How you got how are you guys? We're good, man. So so the last time we talked, I said that I wanted to go on a tour to change the world, and I wanted to start in the United States uh, because I was banned from the United States. It's been 10 years since I've been here. I've been rejected three times from trying to come here, and I tried. And guess what, guys? 
I'm in the United States right now. I'm currently in Texas. Uh, I tried to come up through Mexico. I took a bus from Mexico to the border. When they scanned my passport at the border, it literally set off the alarms at the Customs and Border Patrol. I got detained for over seven hours. I was put in holding cells. I was questioned multiple times. And in the end, the American Customs and Border decided that they wanted me to come into the state. So they let me in. I ended up winning the American Liberty Award that I was nominated for. And I did four shows on InfoWars. My day yesterday, just literally yesterday, I woke up in Sarasota, Florida, drove three hours to Vero Beach to do Stu Peters and do a meet and greet in Vero Beach, drove three hours back to Sarasota for General Flynn's anti-trafficking event. That finished at 9 p.m. I was still in a suit from the beginning of the day. I changed in my pajamas and I started the 18-hour drive back to Texas to make it to Mike Adams Health Rangers uh, studio where I just came from. I literally started this Zoom. I was still at his studio. And he had uh, one of the most impressive studios and most impressive setups for supplements that I've ever seen in my life. And he's a fantastic guy. But that's the ground I covered in one day, guys. 36 hours, 1,600 miles and multiple shows. And from here, I'm on my way to New Mexico. I'm on my way to Colorado. I'm on my way to Vegas. I'm on my way to California, Washington, D.C., Vermont, and many others. And this is just phase one of the tour to change the world. From here, I'm going to be going to England and the rest of Europe. And from there, I'm going to be coming to meet you, Ricardo, in Australia. So you guys figure out when a good time for me to come down there is and what part, what part of the country you want me to come down, and I'll take care of the rest. Because like I said, we need a global idea a global voice and we need to combine our resources our connections we need to speak as one we need to move as one and if i have to i will go to every single country in the world and bring everybody together on an international scale wow we salute you can't wait to get you in vermont chris we've been looking for that for a while yeah, I'm coming to Vermont on the, the first of the month, and we're doing a nice big event that I'm really looking forward to it with the Libertarian Party. It's going to be awesome. Right. It's more than it's the Libertarians. There's no more parties. It's just the people, yes. the, the good people of Vermont. And we feel left out like everybody. New Zealand is a big one, right? You guys can feel that, too. We all feel left out. So thanks for including the, the little guys because everybody matters. Of course, everybody matters. I'm flying all the way over there just to make sure I hit that part of the country. And I'm driving everywhere. I'm driving everywhere except when I fly from California to D.C. and uh, Vermont because I wouldn't be able to make it in time. But even me, even tw driving 24 hours a day, not sleeping like I do. But, I guys, this is what needs to be done. People are getting inspired. When I was in Sarasota at the Flynn event, I was shocked at how many people – Nobody knew I was coming there. It was a surprise. But how many Americans recognized me? How many Americans were happy to see me? And I've never seen I've never seen patriotism like this. Americans are far more patriotic than Canadians. Americans care about freedom more than Canadians. And I believe Americans didn't fight back as much as Canadians did because they knew in the back of their mind, if shit hits the fan, we're just going to sweep this up in like two seconds. Because uh, when I'm here, I still see the attitude in Americans that they value freedom. If they didn't, 
those customs and border guards, they could have stopped me. My entire tour was predicated on the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agents still believing in freedoms and still believing in the Constitution. And not just for American citizens, but for an actual visitor to the country. So to me, just getting into the United States was one of the most inspiring things to me that I remember since I spoke at the trucker convoy, because it showed me that Americans are still that bastion of freedom. They still have that fire in their bellies and they're still going to be our number one allies in this world. And I believe that you guys are going to be the ones to lead the whole world out, out of this and into freedom. Absolutely. I think it's a world movement together. Like you said, it's more than just America. That's one of our problems, actually. We think really small. This is a global world movement. This is a lot bigger than Donald Trump in the United States, right? This is everybody. Here we go one, we go all. It's so true. I agree 100%. Josh Alexander, and that's going to be on Monday with Michael Jinko, Pastor Arthur Pawlowski, Nathaniel Pawlowski. Again, there's Canadian youth that are leading the movement of the Million Person March for Children. Now, what we want to do is unite the world based under this banner. So we have the Patriot Freedom banner, get rid of the cabal, the deep state, and go return to sovereignty and God. But we also have the banner of, for the children. And now we have Josh Alexander, a young Canadian youth, leading this. So I think that's also important, too, that we work up everybody worldwide for a worldwide walkout September 20. But we don't leave it until September 20 to make our voices heard, just like Chris is doing, just like we're all doing, too. But that's something we need to whip up around the world. Just imagine what it would be like for two to five billion people to stand up, say no, and just like Chris has got with his hashtag, just say no, united noncompliance right now worldwide for the children for freedom and then we return to sovereignty it's all up to us to do the job and i'm saying this uh, to the a, audience that's listening an opportunity i was gonna say chris not to interrupt you but you got a million people that's a hell of a start guys and america needs to take advantage of that right we supported you last time with the truckers but this needs to roll over into america and likewise i'm sure you guys can walk out in australia the same way I got something to add to that because I've been um, thinking and talking on some chats in America and I was discussing something the other night and guys, um, we got our people to just light up a, a live people who've never done it. So on this day that we do go off and I'm just going to throw this out there, guys, wouldn't it be good if everybody in the world, because understand this, we've all got private Facebook accounts and different things. Okay. Now, if we were to light up our Facebook who never lights up a live, and just went live, right? And this would be the objective of the exercise, to light up your live and people would be going, wow, look at that for argument's sake. Guru's wife is just letting up a live. She never goes on camera. What's she doing? People are inquisitive. They will go to it. So if we could have a mass thing on the same day where everyone goes live at the same time on their personal page, right? But you don't go out to tell anyone anything. What you do is you just stay and you wait and you go, oh, wow, four people? Five, six. Wow, guys. Hey, listen, man, I've got a few questions. Hey, listen, I don't know what's going on, but I'm seeing stuff that I just can't work out. Is anyone, you know, and ask them the question, open the conversation. And I think that could be a big awakening point. If the whole world went live on their Facebook or whatever channel they've got, TikTok, whatever it is, all at the same time on the same day, we go live and we go on our personal channels and we wait for people to come in and we ask the question to them. 
and go, man, I'm confused. And then we're going to get feedback where we're very knowledgeable and we can sit back and be very smart and go, oh, boom, boom, boom. And could be that another way to actually have this mass awakening? Is that another good idea, guys? That's what I've been pondering. I think that's coming either way, don't you? I mean, I think we're here. Ricardo hit it at the beginning. Cabal's done. I mean, just look at them. They're old, dying, decrepit. They are over. They're out of money. And I think we're watching that. Nobody's talking right now, MSN anywhere, because it's military lockdown. They can't tell you what's going on. We're in the middle of a war, and it would be treasonous for them to do that. And they know they don't dare. So I think this is happening regardless. I think he's right. The world's going to get a really abrupt awakening. And we've been telling them for years to brace for impact. We're headed for a cliff. Put your seatbelt on. A lot of them didn't listen. A lot of them did. They can't unhear it. But we're going to get real busy. And it's just going to be getting people up to get date and informed because it's going to be mass chaos and confusion for, again, the half of the world. Even the even a lot of people that are awake, even us, we're going to be, we're not going to be able to conceive this true evil, right? And I think that's already, I think that part's over. I think that's coming regardless. And I think we're here, like right now. Nobody's talking about this training exercise, right? We got the U- U.S. Army and what they say 22, I think all 24 time zones. It's the largest military mobilization involving every country. And nobody's talking about it because it's a war. It's not a training exercise. We just saw that's not a natural disaster in Hawaii. That's aftermath of war, right? We all know this now. We're looking. So I, I think Ricardo's right. I think we're here. I think we're, I hate to give dates. I think we're weeks away from mass, uh, you know, exposure, right, of the truth. And is it going to be pedophilia and you know epstein or is it going to be human sacrifice and the satan stuff or the fall of the u.s dollar or maybe it's it's there's everything at once is what it looks like from this deer hunter's perspective and you know ricardo you're right i think we got fair elections too maybe term limits is a good idea but i think we're watching the fall of the of the u.s government the government that we all knew i think is gone and i think it's gone forever so i think when we do get elections again Again, that's that is your power and people have to vote or this none of this works. But under fair free elections, uh, again, I think it's going to be a lot smaller government. I think it's going to be localized. I think we're going to again term limits. Maybe that's a good idea. So this accumulation of wealth and power never happened. And it really comes down to voter ID. We had voter ID and blockchain and people we could trust. Again, that check system that you're talking about. I mean, if I was just poof instantly governor tomorrow. I would immediately immediately declare a, a state of emergency and I'd start with 20-year audits of both elections and state spending. Everybody go to jail. And that's my theory. I've been saying that for a while too. I think we're talking about every elected official, not only in Vermont state, but millions of people all across the U.S. as preposterous as that sounds. What do you guys think? Are we here? Is that what we're looking at? We're in the middle of it. We're at the end of it, I think. What do you... Yeah, we're, well, we're definitely, it ends today, our time, uh, or tomorrow, I think it's today, actually, so this uh, 22 time zone thing, so yeah, I think a lot's been done, I've been watching the planes, uh, we're watching what's going on, you know what I mean, we've got, um, yeah, massive amounts of uh, just traffic going on, that's only what we're seeing on transponders and that too, so, you know, we know where the ships are off the coast, we know what's going on, Kevin, yeah, there is a massive operation that I believe, um, I've been saying, 
you know, I said, we've been saying to our family over here, right, this week, guys, you know, and sure enough, we, you know, we started about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I'm going, look out, right? It's coming now. So we've been ramping up. And then I'm going to say it again, next week is going to be bigger than what this week was, guys, because yeah. it, it's just at full pace now. You know what I mean? There is so much that has to be exposed, so much that has to come out. And this is why, yeah, I'm just looking for other ways to invent and just try and get this mass awakening open and gone. You know what I mean? Because once we get it, that's it. You know, we've got it. The Alliance is doing their thing. We need to do our thing. Well, we haven't even, we didn't even touch on the whole world genocide thing. Like the world is accusing us, the U.S., specifically the DOD, of genocide, right? Not just Putin, European Parliament, Australia even, right? There's good people all over that are fighting back. But it's not just the U.S. either. But that's why we have, what, 132 countries. They're joining in with BRICS. We're being sanctioned. OPEC's not selling us oil. That's the truth, but nobody can talk about that or say anything. Again, I think we're watching the fall of our U.S. government. But Yeah, we are. Of the, yeah, definitely the, the corporation. And the other thing, guys, I put it on the show. I put it on the show last night, I think it was, um, that um, Alexander Soros' son, you know, they've got that um, Open Societies Foundation worldwide, but they're pulling most of their business concerns out of the European Union. They're backpedaling, you know, for Soros and his son who controls that to be now running backwards, you know what I mean, and getting out of that. That's a big marker. That's a big step. You know, these guys have got nowhere to go, mate. It's no, just no. Um, reverse gear at the moment because we're coming too strong. I, I think a lot of this is, again, not only do we have this worldwide alliance that's in the hell of a battle of history, humankind, we've never seen anything, but I think they're giving us the world's best ever production. I think when you're watching these court cases and all this other stuff on TV, we know that's not Joe, right? I think it's all controlled. I think this is literally narrative. So when you're watching Hawaii right now and the tragedy that's going on, we're also getting all this disclosure whether it's the police chief from Las Vegas, right? The nine, it's all coming out, right? The smart cities, all this stuff. They're being set up as the bad guys, right? I think that's the good guys that are doing that because they're actually in control. But people get confused. That wasn't the good guys that did the whole do and mass destruction. And that was the bad guys. I guess, you know, they're, it's a life or death situation for them too. So you have to expect them to fight back. And they're the type of people, I mean, when they go down, they take out everybody around them because that's what they do. They're Satanists. Well, Rick's got the military expertise. I would love to hear from him on that. And then also, Chris, with your feedback from the people that you have just been interviewed by, but you also are very inquisitive yourself. And we're also talking about election selection in Canada. I'd love to hear an update what's going on with you in Toronto. But I'd love to hear from Rick on everything going on, whom I've identified as the commander in chief of Australia, potentially even the region, that region. Here, here. I'll second yeah, that. That's just the mm -hmm. Rick, oh, you're, on mute. You. you're on mute. There we go. You're making me blush, Brad. Don't do that. It's not. It's not becoming. <laughs> no, it's uh, no. Thanks for that. But just seriously though, this is a people's thing. The people have got to step up. You know, the last thing we need is another hero. What we need is every individual. Just say no, you don't. No, you don't. And that—that's the strength of just saying no. That Chris is talking about. That you know, two hundred in front of two hundred thousand people a few years back, I said, ladies and gentlemen, at the moment we all say no, this is done, and they all cheered and went back to work. <laughs> this is bizarre. But from a military perspective, looking at Hawaii, 
And, uh, you know, Dave, Dave Graham has a clever rule, which is wait 48 hours before you comment. But even watching it, this was too sloppy to be a white hat op. It was really sloppy. Uh, now, imagine if it was a white hat op and a lot of people were actually evacuated and they were safe and, and, and the destruction was allowed to take place. But, it, you know, look, is it possible? Yes. But that's too sloppy. I've got to agree this is a black hat op and they're just not good at it. They really aren't. And it's an opportunity to expose. Now, when people say this is a war, They've, they've seen so many shows on TV, they think that's war. That's nothing like war. That's entertainment. And war's brutal. And we've got you know, we've got several generations of people never seen anything more challenging. They're not getting enough, you know, uh, mocha in their coffee. And so anything that's that's less than that is now challenging. But there's you now the rest of the planet experiences real war. And it's brutal and it's unfair. It's not fair, guys. That's what people have to understand. You know, why did I have to die? Well, that's just the way it goes. But I didn't do anything. Welcome to war. And so what happened in Hawaii, for example, was very sloppy, um, horrendous costs to people. It was real. Yes, there's some movie, there's some aspect of it that in time we might understand. But this is the only thing I can say from a military perspective is welcome to the, the real planet. Because we've we've all been part of different bubbles, different coexisting spheres of influence, which have never had anything to do with any, anything else. And so you've got a, a bunch of people that believe the world is... is uh, is perfectly fine and happy and they're paying their mortgage and going on their holidays every year. And then right next to them, there's another world which comprises people that can't eat. And right next to them are people living in their cars and there are people right next to them that bought another super yacht. And what's being compelled to occur is these separate worlds in which we all live have been smashed together and it's shocking people. Everybody is going to get shocked. The only people that aren't shocked are the people at the bottom of the, the, the totem pole whose life is absolute bloody misery. Because they they live they've been living a miserable life for, for decades, and so this is all coming together. So this is the concept of this war. It is brutal. It is unfair. Good people will die. Bad people who used to get away, thankfully, they'll be uh, they're going to get banjoed as well, which is nice. But that's the best I can give you in terms of a military analysis of what's going on, Brad. It's it's this clash of separate worlds, coexisting worlds. And everyone's going to get recalibrated. The one thing that I take heart in is that this time nobody gets away. Beautiful. Awesome. Chris, my friend, love to hear an update I, from you on your tra on the travels and what feedback has been to you and also where you are on the just Toronto ease off. Sorry? So, go ahead. Sorry, Chris. what was that? Chris, oh, well, sometimes, you, sometimes when you fight, you've got to give the other, other guy, sometimes in a war, you've got to give the other guy some room. Classic example. U.S. Civil War. The North didn't want to brutally destroy the South because they never would have they would have lost the Republic, which was the purpose for that. Ostensibly, the purpose for that war, they would have lost the Republic had the South been too brutally beaten. Same thing. But this time it's different. This time the enemy must be utterly and completely destroyed. Now our advice is it's going to take, oh, I don't know, four generations to get the last of the last. Now there'd be great advances in terms of taking out the adversaries in the next two, three, five years, without a doubt. But it will take three, four generations, maybe five, four generations to get the last of the last. Because this is a, a unique battle, this war for the world, because every last one of those bastards has to be liquefied and removed. Every last one. So that'll take time. So that's where we are in terms of the, the military analysis of this war. Very cool. Well, I think long before, long before uh, 
they all have to be annihilated. We'll already see that we won the war and we'll already see change for the people. And then it's just going to be making examples of these people. So nobody else gets the idea to do that kind of shit again. Because uh, what we what did we see with Trudeau? Trudeau just fired 80% of his cabinet because they all committed crimes against humanity. What happened to them? They all got rehired to new jobs. That was their accountability. They just shuffled the deck. And that's exactly what we have to avoid going forward. Uh, speaking of accountability, I finally got a response from the, the government on the lawsuit that I filed for the elections. And they tried to say that we filed the lawsuit in an incorrect format. So they wouldn't have to they wouldn't have to accept it, even though we, we filed it in the exact correct format. So now we have to go and file a motion to get them simply to accept the lawsuit. So they put us back. Uh, they put us back even further than the starting line. And this is exactly how the government operates. They use their own legislation that they create to enforce laws upon you and exempt themselves from their own laws. And when governments are acting lawless, it's up to the people to not obey any lawless laws. That's your responsibility. And that's where we're at now. Every single law they're bringing out, whether it has to do with COVID, whether it has to do with climate change, whether it has to do with any other excuse, they're all illegal laws and they all need to be disobeyed. And like, and like Ricardo said, we need to hold these people accountable in a way that not only prevents them from being able to do it again, but puts the fear of God into the rest of them to know what's going to happen to them if they try to do this, because they're literally killing millions of people around the world. They are literally coming for the children. I, when I was at that trafficking event yesterday, we got to hear some of the experiences that these children have. And you're talking about children as young as four years old being uh, tied down to closet floors so they can be raped over and over again, vaginally, anally, we're talking about babies. And these are the people that are in charge of our world. And these are the people that are imposing all the restrictions upon us. These people literally rape and kill babies. And we think we need to, and we think we need to uh, treat them like human beings. We need to treat them like demons. We need to treat them like the non-human entities they are. And they do need to be removed from society as fast as possible. Yep. And I echo the sentiments. If everybody remembers, you know, in my audience, the you know final time I was deleted off of YouTube was I was in Dallas, Texas last year, end of September last year. And I wrote my second poem about Save the Children and I uploaded it because I was at the event, Trauma to Triumph in Dallas, Texas, that nonprofit organization helps rescue and heal the kids who are trafficked at the border. And the owner who set up that that organization just before we got there she was on the phone with us and she had two children in the back seat a two-year-old and a four-year-old with panda eyes if you don't know what the, that is go ahead and look it up or look at any of our shows about what panda eyes is because it's exactly what's going on is what chris has said sound of freedom is a complete icing on the cake of what is really going on in this world and been perpetrated for eons. And an estimated six to eight million kids, just from Jim Caviezel on his Sean Ryan show two months ago, an estimated six to eight million go missing. And that's above ground. That doesn't mean the baby factories like the bio labs around the world, which Ricardo and Dave have some direct experience with finding out and uncovering in Australia alone from the deep underground bases where they turn these baby factories around to create that and turn those babies into food that they feed us 
in certain food and they drink the adrenochrome to get high on 10 times more potent and than cocaine. And that's what is Satan worship full on with the devil. And these are the people who are writing the supposed laws in these NGOs, Australia Corporation traded on the Securities and Exchange Commission. The USA Corporation, Jan Halper came out and said it. Commander-in-Chief Donald Trump retreated. The Canadian Crown Corporation registered in the District of Columbia in 1861 by Queen Victoria herself. So all of the sovereignty has been taken over by all of us and the wool pulled over our eyes. And now we need to return to sovereignty, return to God. And by returning to God, that also means taking demons off planet. Um, and then we talk about the children. So we have these youth who are standing at minimum a million in Canada that are leading this march against the pedophiles in the school, the, the LGBTQ minor attracted person, notified pedophile flag in the schools in Canada. What do you think we could do between now and then to also rally worldwide support around that and maybe see that happen too between now and September 20 and have people stand up and push back and take down the demons? It's hard enough to get them to even look at that. The things that you No, it's not. About. The people are looking people are looking at it now. People are looking at it long and hard. When I ran for mayor of Toronto and I brought Soji to the forefront of the conversation, sexual orientation and gender identity, Great we now have a, a massive movement in um, Canada with Christians and Muslims marching together, putting their differences aside, uh, putting their religions aside and coming together for one purpose, the children. And when Brad, I wanted to tell you this when you mentioned it before, the child trafficking problem is the largest problem in the world today. And the entire reason the entire LGBT agenda is even happening is because it's prepping our children to be trafficked and to be molested and to be raped and to be much more willing and uh, ready to comply with it. So that is really the number one unifying factor, in my opinion, because it doesn't matter how they try to divide us, race, religion, etc. The children bring all of us together. And as long as we are fighting out of love and defense for the children, we cannot go wrong because they want you to be like, we got to kill these pedophiles. When you go down that road and that mindset, it's a dark path. If you go down the mindset, we need to protect these children from these predators. That's the mindset we need. That's the mindset that fosters growth and uh, partnership. And that's the one they can't demonize in the media. Because as soon as you start talking about negative things, about killing people, doing this, although they do deserve it, then you get to look like the bad guy. And now you're harboring negative energy. And we don't want to give great, any more negative energy to these people. That's a great people. point. I'd like to, Ricardo to go to that point because in his book, Greatness Awaits You, in the very first chapter, he talks about the end state. If the end state is take away evil and you're on a military objective to go kill the bad guys who are holding hostages, that's a different mission outcome than let's go save the hostages. So in that time that you're, you're talking about, the, that scenario is let's go save and protect the children versus let's go arrest the Satanists and murder the pedophiles and take them off and have tribunals. So, Ricardo, directly from your book in the first chapter here, you mentioned that end state. So I would love to hear from you and then Kevin next about that particular mission objective, protecting the kids first and foremost and how we can rally around that. Yeah, yeah Chris has nailed it beautifully. Look, Executing the bad guys is part of the part of the plan. We know that down the track. 
And, you know, I jokingly say this to let people know. They say, what's your plastic bags policy? And I say, well, our plastic bag policy is to stick it over the head of the pedophiles. And everybody laughs, laughs and, they, and, and they get the point. But you're exactly right, Brad. The focus, and this is where us, is, is if we have a, an intention to be elected, to be trusted by the people with the future, we're going to paint that picture of what we want to do, not what we don't want to do, what we want, not what we don't want. Now, looking at what you don't want is useful because sometimes it's hard to say what you do want. So you go through the process, well, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, and what you're left with is what you do want, and this becomes your goal. Yeah. And so, again, to you, to talk about that analogy, in a siege hostage situation, imagine this. You've got an aircraft, you've got, I don't know, 150 hostages on board, you've got six terrorists, and you appear to the security forces about to resolve the situation. Is your mission to kill the terrorists or to save the lives of the hostages? Now, every every counterterrorism team on the planet knows that the, the uh, except for some of the bad guys that were just useless, is to save the lives of the hostages because you could kill the terrorists by detonating the aircraft and just blowing the thing up and you've killed the terrorists. Well done. You've also killed 150 hostages and you've killed a multi-million dollar aircraft and the airline company's not going to be too happy and the airport is now no longer functioning. So you've achieved your objective, but you haven't. And so everything... Again, that statement, that end state, and that's why I keep banging on about it. My kids get end state because I always say, well, what do you want to achieve? Oh, I want this, Dad. What do you want to achieve? And I get them to think, and they start to understand end state is everything. So the end state is to save the hostages, and so you've now got a surgical approach to this particular operation. This speaks to the reason why the White Hats are apparently going so slowly. They're not. They're moving as fast as humanly possible. Because they are saving kids. They are preventing the spread of bioweapons. They are filling the blank. They are doing so much in this very surgical way. The Russian troops in, in Ukraine, very surgically moving forward for exactly that reason. And that's being interpreted as, you know, Russians taking a hit. And it's not. It's that they're doing great. But this end state is key. And all of us, and this is for the people as well, ladies and gentlemen, you are the electors. You are the, you're not voters. You're not voting for who's going to win, you know, my kitchen rules or, you know, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. You're not voting for that. You are electing a representative to represent your best interests. You have to decide for yourself what you want this country to be. Now, the Australians have got to decide what they want for Australia. The Americans have to decide what they want for America. The Canadians have to decide. Now, there's going to be variations, and that's why we have separate, separate sovereign nations, because there are differences. You know, in Spain, they recently okayed Spain or Germany. I can't recall. It's very sick. Sex with animals and marriage with animals. I'm sorry, but that's not going to wash. That's not going to wash in odds. It's just not going to happen. But we have to decide what we want. And this is extremely critical. So that's why, and again, at the risk of repeating myself, Australia wants the end state. Everything we are doing, we are creating a moral, sovereign, self-reliant Christian Western democracy, which is economically powerful, militarily intimidating, politically free, culturally vibrant, and socially cohesive. That's what we're doing. And every every issue we look at, every every policy we look at, it's got to pass through that prism. What are we doing in relation to this specifically? We're saving the kids. We've got to save the kids. We've got to save the kids. We've got to save the kids. Now, occasionally, just occasionally, and this is also in the book, you probably got there already, Brad, the highest form of leadership is to lead with the informed consent of, of those who you would lead. But when you're dealing with animals, it's good to be feared. This is real-world leadership. I need to terrify the Masonic filth in this country to the point where they burn down their own lodges. And guess what? They are. Yep. They are burning down their own lodges. There's another one being sold in Queensland. They are terrified. They know what's coming. 
Because I've had four attempts on my life. No big deal. I don't give a shit. I don't care. And that's the beauty of it. But they know that they have thrown everything at me. And guess what? Still here. And I don't make a song and dance about it, but that's just between us five and nobody else who might be listening. We don't care. They are terrified. They know it. The high levels have already gone. They're done. The low ones are now panicking. And I focus on the filth because they're the ones that facilitate all this evil. And so, yes, lead with uh, paint the end state, be energetic, be forward, win the support, but terrify the enemy to the point where they run. And guess what? You shoot them in the back. This is not the Geneva Convention. These fuckers are going to die. Yep. QED. Kevin, and then Dave, and then back to Chris. Outstanding. Well, and again, I th I think you're you're spot on the money, and I think you're doing it. That's what a lot of people are missing. We've got the policies, we've got some of the new technologies, we've got the answers, but we've got to let all this crash first. And Chris, I mean, you're you're right. I think that's a great unifier as the kids, no matter what religion, language, wherever you come from, it's pretty important, right? So I think that's a unifier. But in my experience, again, whether it's Senator Patrick Leahy and Kathy O'Brien's congressional testimony or, you know, Bernie Sanders. And we've got my my sheriff and my entire democracy connected with human trafficking, CPS, Child Protective Services, 2,200 kids a month go missing from state custody. Not just the kids, but their paperwork. There's something going on there. And it's so hard. Again, these things are so inconceivable. We're awake. Most of the people watching this are awake, but there's half the world that, I mean, Sound of Freedom was a great movie, but this isn't just jungles of South America. This is the White House. This is the agencies in Washington and the skyscrapers in New York City and your little podunk town in America too, because you're right, Ricardo, there's a Masonic Lodge in every town and we're starting to learn these things. It's coming up, but I think we get the crash first. You know, the necessary scare everybody was talking about and we talk it's nukes or asteroids or how Satan himself could appear out of the steps in Washington. And most of us are like, we've been waiting. Bring the shit on, right? I think we're ready for that. But I think this is the scare. Like the last three years of hopelessness, and there's nobody to save us, and there's no answers, and it's just like doom and gloom. Chemtrails, toxic air, soil, water, our clothes, our toothbrush, everything, right? Weaponized food. What a word that is. Weaponized food. Poison medicine. Like, what a species we are. I, I think we're at that end stage. And I'm with Ricardo, too. We I think the new plan is here. I don't know what the new government's going to look like, but I'm going to be a part of it. I know that, too. And I'll shut up for a minute, too. Go ahead. Dave. Yeah, it's good, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Oh, I think Guru so locked up. Froze. No, I'm still, I'm still here. I think, yeah, I think I've come good. Yeah, look, I, you know, all our sentiments are the same, guys. You know, we understand what's got to be done, and um, yeah, hats off to Chris. Um, you know, doing what he's doing, a world tour. You know what I mean? A guy of such, you know, high profile that we all know. You know, we all know him, like we all know Kingy, and we all know, you know, these different people from around the place, you know, because everyone watched that truckers event. Everyone saw what was going on in Canada. Canada was the start. You know, we kicked after you guys, Chris, you know, we, um, yeah, we went in, in here in Australia on the back of Canada. That's why we went to Canberra. That's why we, you know, got 2 million people into the city. And um, that was all from, from you guys, because you were our inspiration at that time. 
You know what I mean? And since then, we've been the inspiration of someone else because we went and put, you know, 2 million people into our city, right? And they attacked us with direct energy weapons. And, you know, before that, they shot shot us on the streets. yeah, and that's it. why we have to, and that's why we have to unite all the countries because as you see what happens when all the countries start doing the same things, things start happening in our favor. Yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed from that perspective in America. You can look at Greece, Spain, France, pick your country. There's a million people. I can't get people to get off their computers. They bitch at me. Yeah. I'm not elected yet. Don't bitch at me. Call your governor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Exactly right. But these are the changes we'll be making, guys. You know what I mean? And we can see it coming. We know what's going on in the background. I'm very, very confident at the moment. I, um, I'm i very excited about things to come because I can just, you know, we're reading the environment. We know what's going down out there, okay? And we're in the last couple of bits of it. So, yeah, again, you know, coming into next week um, is going to be very exciting. I think we're going to see a lot more things drop. And, um, yeah, I, I just want to keep pushing any any – any like we got a few things going on here in Australia. We got Rick's A One crew doing what they're doing. We've got a, a website set up, stop the rot sack the lot.org, where we're giving people the basics on what they can do because we need to build a ground movement, you know, as well as you know, a conglomerated ground movement here, as well as a movement of people doing what the good Lord's got them out there doing. Hopefully, not their own thing, but yeah, what he's instructing them to do, okay, because that's the way that we'll go forward. But we've got all that happening. We're really excited about it in Australia. They're coming, they're coming hard. But I think um, blue beams around the corner, guys. And I think this mass awakening thing is um, is just so close because they have nothing less. You know, we were talking this morning on a chat. You know, and we're up to we've we're up to X. Yeah, you know, we've only got Y to go because Z's end state. You know, so we've only got one more big event is what we're thinking in our discussions. You know, now will that event be a worldwide? Um, blue beam thing with taking out the Statue of Liberty and taking out the Opera House and all these other things that we think might happen. You know, we don't know. But that one event, you know, that they've got left, I think it's going to be a multiple um, thing and I think it's going to be hectic. They've given us a, you know, they've given us a shot over the bow in Hawaii. All right. They've given us a shot over the bow in in, um, California. Right, Canada, they're giving us a shot over the bow with these DEWs. They've already done it to us three years ago, but I guarantee you, if it gets there, they're going to be back this summer, okay, and they're going to burn us out again because their idea is their end state, and their end state is to have 15-minute cities with a rail network between them. So they're not going to stop on their end state. All right, but we're doing a really magnificent job of holding these guys up, all right, and putting them on notice, and I think they've been put on notice that much. So we're seeing the courts over here. We've done a special on um, Norfolk Island. Yeah. 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 The other night, we've, we've claimed their sovereignty, told Australia to boot off, and um, we're going to do another special with them people. But yeah, we've, we're having places now that are giving people the confidence to know that we can stand up in our own sovereignty. Mm-hmm. What we need to do, as you guys have all said, is get onto this job that Chris has um, thrown everything at, which is to wake the world up who's still asleep so we can get on with the job. Because once we've got them, the job's not that difficult because they'll all come into line and want to, they'll understand the evil that we've had or part of it. I don't think they'll understand it all for a long time, but they'll understand that, you know, all we've ever wanted to do is put the world back together the right way, you know, and to do that, we need to take out the bad elements. And it's been a process, guys, but 
every one of you audience out there that's activated when one of us influencers have asked you to do something, you are the nemesis of the deep state. All right. You are the person that is driving these guys mad. All right. Because you're activating, you're doing something. So just keep it up, guys, because we got it and we're close. Yeah. You're supposed to go away years ago, but you didn't. You're still around. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, we yeah, and right before we get back to Rick and Chris, I'll just bring up three points for the audience. Uh, for everybody. And you guys are all getting copies of this the moment it goes live. We're done recording, so you can post to your friends. And number one, what we just seen in the last 48 hours, Barack Obama, Barry Satoro, directly connected to child trafficking while he was president in the White House with Epstein as the cutout for child sex trafficking directly connected right they've dropped that um, we've also seen the biden stuff continue to escalate and then just 48 hours ago as well pastor archer pavlowski was right here again on the show with his son saying when i was in poland growing up under communism when it finally ended it was 50,000 communist soviet communists that controlled 36 million people it all ended the moment everybody stood up and said enough is enough and that's when it ended. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. The small, 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 they call it the 1%. There's probably a lot less than 1% of them around the planet left. We're the 99% that can stop it. And I think the good news is we don't even need the 99%. Just like Kevin, your generation goes back to the 16th century, friendly reminder to all the audience, the 16th century of Free Hoyts fighting for freedom on the very soil you're sitting on right now, Vermont State. And you said it was 7.6% of the people stood up, pushed back, and won their freedom. 7.6% back in those days. So I'd like to go to um, uh, Rick and Chris for comments um, next. Well, you're muted again. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, Brad, you dropped that. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, no worries, Rick. We're just talking about, we just left it with Kevin, where 7.6% back in the time that his great, 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 five-time great-grandfather in the 16th century fought for freedom in the 17th century, 7.6% of the American colonies all it took to stand up and win the freedom and American independence. Didn't need the 90%, the 95%. Got maybe 1%. Of the world population, the cabal, deep state, minion, so curious on comments from you. And then what, what what do you see six weeks from now? So we go into October 1st. We've got 13 days from now, the state of Texas rolls out its asset-backed digital currency gold. We've got three days left. BRICS has that massive meeting and announcement in Africa. What do you see, Rick, for comments? And where do you feel we might be on the 1st of October of this year? I think we're going to be in a very good place. Um, certainly in Oz, Dave and I have done the work. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, most of the other freedom fighters have all folded and disappeared because they're, they're always shills for somebody else. But uh, I, myself and A1 and Dave and his crew, we're still here. In fact, Dave, quick question. Is anybody else doing anything? Have you seen or heard anything from anybody else? Because I haven't been paying attention. I'm just really curious. Um, 
No, Rick, no. The, uh, you were not part of the boys' club, but the boys' club out there, I look, they're doing their normal thing, Rick. Have they activated or tried to activate the country like we are to uh, get going? No, I, I haven't seen much. I don't watch too much, but I do get the feedback, okay? People let me know. So, no, we are the only two gigs in town, Rick, that are actually – um, yeah. publicly publicly promoting the come together. You know, the rest of them are doing their singular thing. We're out there trying to get the whole of Australia to actually come together, you know, and just do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, what I, that's what I suspected. And so by October, I think we're going to be in great shape because I, what's going to happen? Because we have done the work. It's not like you and I have been sitting back. We've done the work. We've provided the the, uh, the framework, the, the, the foundation. In the next, I guess, six weeks, Watch this space. I was right about the July, August, and now for the next six weeks, watch it take off. By about end September, October, uh, things things will have changed so dramatically. I think this this swell is going to rise very, very quickly. It's going to be chaotic, but uh, we're going to be in a much better place six to eight weeks than we are right now, without without a doubt. People will wake up. Uh, we were told a long time ago it's going to it's going to be just sort of bubbling along, little spikes, and all of a sudden, bang! It'll take off like a rocket. And everybody's going to be on board, ready to ready to do something. And that's why Dave and his mob and uh, myself and A One have put together this foundation, this this, this systems, these organisations to help people come on board, get engaged, and start doing good work. So I'm very optimistic. Next six to eight weeks will be very exciting. Yeah, I think we we have everything. Not Donald Trump. Not the military. We, we, the people, the largest force on the face of this earth, right? They yeah. won't be able to walk down the streets. Have you, have you seen your governor lately? Your senator? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, I think we're here, guys. I sure hope so. My, my popcorn's stale too. I've been waiting for you guys. Are lucky I'm not president. I would have pulled the plug years ago. They would have assassinated me. Nobody would have known nothing. Or the same thing. If we went in guns blazing, like a lot of people wanted. You want ugly, you want mass chaos. You're talking about civil civil war worldwide. No, bad plan. I think the way they did it was oh man, ingenious. And for once we were the long term planners. You know, that's the these cabal we talk about long term planners. These guys hundreds of years ahead, they've been planning. But I think this has been an active campaign again a long time before Donald Trump. I think this is what a 50, 80 year plan. I mean, oh my God. And you guys are lucky that I wasn't in charge. Guys smarter and better than me, but I'm ready to, I've learned a lot and I'm ready to take up the next, uh, the next rank. And it's for the people, by the people. Imagine that. I'm excited about the future guys. Cause you guys are in it. Awesome. it. Amen to that, Chris, so Chris, back to the kids. And then also, you know, for com final comments here on everybody. So Chris's speech in Toronto, which you referenced earlier about Soji was in the Toronto Assembly during the mayoral candidate race, while everybody was standing up on stage, including CCP puppet Olivia Chow, whom they handed the election to, we already know it's published that she's CCP-backed by Communist China. Chris gave the speech against Soji in Toronto. And as he mentioned, it unites people over kids. He had a standing ovation from at least easily half the crowd rose to its feet even before he was done speaking so chris over to you the floor is yours my friend well that just goes to show what i was saying before that the children are the best unifying factor because they look at every single way they can try to divide us and every way every division point makes our voice smaller and less effective so we need the one 
point that brings everyone together. And freedom is a great one. But some people don't even appreciate freedom. Some people don't even understand freedom. But everybody understands how important a children's life and a children's soul is and how important the children are for the future. So I believe that going forward, uh, to bring everybody further into the movement, I don't even like using the word movement because people are already hesitant to support something called a movement. And they don't want to support something called a freedom movement or they don't want to support something called the anti-vax or anti. We need something that's more positive. So we need a movement to protect the children. And we can call the movement prevention because prevention is a great word. If you can prevent the kids from getting molested, but you can also prevent all these mandates. You can also prevent the digital currency. We can prevent things before they happen unlike we did the last time where we just let them do everything, let everybody suffer for two, three years before we finally said as enough is enough. This time we're in a position where we can make everybody aware before it happens, reference what already happened last time so they know we're not full of shit, and now we can prevent it before we have to go through that garbage again because they have it planned. They have another round of restrictions. They have another round of lockdowns, all planned for this winter. They're already starting the predictive programming where they want to call for new mass mandates. They're already telling everybody, oh, so many more people died this year. They're already telling everybody, oh, we're going to have a bad flu season. They're already doing everything they can to try to bring up the fear so they can put more restrictions and, and screw with your way of life this fall. And we need to prevent that. And I believe now we have not only the knowledge, but we have the platform to reach the people and we have the right message that actually wakes the people up and gets them to act in their interests. Amazing. Rick? Oh, gentlemen, I just noticed it's past eight. I got to make a phone call. I'm so sorry. I got to run. Thanks for your time, brother. We'll see you later. Love you. I love you Probably tomorrow. Next year. Ricardo, we got to talk about me coming to Australia. You bet. Thanks, Chris. Love you, guys. I was just um, already. Go ahead, Ricardo. (laughs) It's all right. I was um, I was just scrolling through some work that we're putting up on our Telegram channel just to remind people uh, that what Dave and I have been doing for the longest time. I'm going to share now, if I could, please. Just so where are we? I'm going to share this again because it makes me smile. It reminds to remind people that. I'm waiting for the headline. Guru and Boji were right about everything, right? Now, here's a, here's a, here's a, a clip from an article published in uh, three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Pandemic linked to rise of conspiracy theories. Now, let's make this this uh, journo famous, Anna Paddy. Good on you, Anna. You're a champion. Uh, it's from the Sydney Morning Herald, otherwise known as the Sydney, Sydney Moaning Hamas. And it says... <laughs> Ricardo Bozzi doesn't trust many people, but he has faith in his belief that the government has overreacted to COVID-19 pandemic, that masks don't stop the spread of coronavirus, the 5G mobile network is a surveillance tool for the Chinese government, and vaccines can be ineffective. <laughs> you nailed that, dude. Newsflash. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be right, so right so early, and, and even before that. But the point is, this is important out there, so people realise, and that's a picture of, uh, there's my bride. You can see my yeah, bride at the bottom. Yeah, in there. Hi, Rihanna, and hi, Mella, as well. And Viv. Yeah, um, that's Rihanna. Mm-hmm. At a uh, at a uh, function at Government House where our son was the the banner. He was carrying the Sovereign's banner at a, for his school cadets. But anyway, 
this is important so people realise what we've been saying for years has been exactly on the money despite the lampooning that we got. We expected it. We didn't, didn't much fuss us. We didn't care. The truth is the truth regardless. And so we're getting this back out to remind people that we have been uh, on this bandwagon for a long time. We've been quite measured about everything. No, no matter what nonsense they've been painting about us, um, that, uh, you know, that we're, here we go, look at this. A spokesman from ASIO, that's the Australian Security Intelligence Organisation, said it was aware of the extremists seeking to exploit the circumstances and uncertainties of the COVID-19 experiment. And they just go on that we're right-wing lunatics and the rest of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, the point of that is, the point of that is we've been telling the same story for years. Why? Are we particularly smart? No, we just read. You just read. That's all we need to do. Now, I'm not having a shot at the people who are unaware, but when the truth comes down like a like water out of a fire hose in the next six to eight weeks, swallow as fast as you can, folks. You can't pretend it's not happening. So get ready. I, I don't apologize for the pain you're going to go through because, frankly, your lazy asses don't matter to me as much as a baby that's being raped and killed. Yep. So it's as simple as that. Priorities. Your priority number 26 out of 25. So get, get on board. <laughs> Understand that this stuff is... Understand that this stuff is going on. We've been going on for three years. We've faced all sorts of challenges, and that's that's fine because, as I said, the Masonic filth's going down. They're all going to hang. They will pay, but now it's up to us, the people, we the people, to come together and build this country the way we want it built. That's going to take a lot of smart men and women to do that. We've got them. We can do it. We will. We're fine. I'm confident. Just get ready for the next six to eight weeks. It's going to be rough. I agree. Here, here. Dave, well, funny too, Dave, because they called me. They called my grandfather a traitor and a conspiracy theorist too. To say they like to call us all that, don't they? They uh, I kind, I kind of like deplorable. St uh, stuck with me for some reason. <laughs> Rebel, deplorable. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, what do you gentlemen, as we wrap up here, uh, feel about the comments when Chris was saying that we we make this about prevention? And how yeah. does that resonate? I think that's a that's a great thing. And fear is a powerful weapon. So yeah. if we can stay out of that fear, like again, our thoughts and words really, really matter. Like if you think you might not make it, you might not make it. But if, if you know you're going to be okay, I think you're going to be okay, right? So again, in yeah. love and service to others, I think they're good things. And people are, in my experience, again, blessed with world travel, people are good people, inherently good, most people. They just want to be left alone. But try to stay out of that fear. Try to stay in that high vibration. Even these miserable things, you know, remember to smile and laugh. And again, keep stay up there at that higher level because they want you down there in that confusion and chaos and fear so they can control you and make snap decisions. And we can't do that anymore. We just have to think things out. And, you know, people like Ricardo, you got good, calm demeanor. We've had lots of experience. Again, I've got policy we got these things. We just got to get through. I think you're right. The next six to eight weeks are going to be pretty bumpy. So, and we're here for you. All, all the people that laughed at me, that still laugh and hated me, there's a lot of them coming back around now, right? But I, I love you guys. This is why I'm doing it, because I don't want you to suffer or die. And we're all in this together. We've all been oppressed and abused by the system. Now's the time. You, you waited. You left it alone. We're peaceful people. We minded our own business. That was me too. It's on your front door, man. It's time to stand up and do something about it. So I'm excited about the future too. It's just 
a little scary. Got in mad, right? Because we don't know what's coming. The uh, the unknown scares us, but we know the ending. God wins, and I believe that too. So I don't think anybody can stop it. And we've all been blessed to be here right now. And I'll uh, I'll stop talking now. Guru, what do you think? No, I think you're you're exactly right, Kev. I think it's uh, yeah, time for the masses, mate, to uh, do what we're uh, you know we've been called to do. And um, yeah, that is drop the fear. As you say, you know what I mean? And just uh, step up because, you know, yeah, we have got this thing as, you know, as I said, there's just so many little things happening out there that, um, you know, even the normies, they're questioning. But we've got this uh, this leak that's coming out now, I, I believe, the next week or so, yeah, like um, we've been saying, is this going to be much more exciting again? Because every day we just seem to have this stuff breaking out, you know what I mean, about what's going on. And these people can't sit back and not, you know, not get it for, for that much longer. Um, so, yeah, I, I believe that this operation's coming to an end. I believe um, we're going to see some stuff in Australia that you, you're going to have to to read. And I, and I believe that, um, yeah, that our time in, in this calling now is probably just about here, you know, where the masses are going to be going, what the hell happened? You know, as you say, all the people that have persecuted us, given us heaps now, Something interesting, guys. I got put on the uh, on the internet news again the other day because I went out and done a TikTok and had a dig at the government about uh, maybe a two question referendum. All right, on maybe a two question referendum on the Voice, and I got crucified for it. And the mainstream have picked it up. They put me on news.com and the UK News. But what have they done? They've only put me on their websites and called me a fear monger. Uh, you know, conspiracy theorists, this, that, and the other gurus, a fucking idiot, you know what I mean? But, guys, they wouldn't put it on one of their sites where people could comment. Now, that's a first. Usually they slap me everywhere. This time they've only slapped me on their web pages where you can't comment because they know the feedback with me is going to be more than the feedback against me. That's right. Okay, so we're pushing them to places, guys, where they're happening to move, man, because they got nothing left. You know, we all know we're waking up. They want to bag me. Well, guess what? People are going to send them emails. It's simple. That's what happens now. You know, so, yeah, we're at a really good spot to see these guys only putting me out on their website where they can't get any feedback. They're not going to put me on their main channels anymore because people are going to go, oh, no, hang on, Gary, could be right here. Nah, well, that ain't I'm, happening. That's where so I'm we're jealous of, yeah. I'm jealous of Chris Sky because he actually gets debate. They run from me. And like we were saying, when you actually, when you know you're right, when you finally get brave enough to lock your knees, you take some evidence to them. And again, this isn't a call for civil war. This is literally take your grievance to your government like you're supposed yeah. to. Bring the evidence with you. And when you finally get brave enough to do that, you watch them cower and run. Literally. Yeah. You know, that that picture you showed us, Ricardo. Again, my uh, my family heritage here in Vermont State, Norman Rockwell pretty famous artist but he has one of my relatives that's standing up at a town meeting you know talking saying his speech and i remember that was the first time i did that that's kind of intimidating just around my friends and neighbors that i knew to stand up in front of you know the class and read your report was hard but the end the end game here is worth it guys we need people to do that so take it to them is my advice for everybody literally take it to your officials like you're supposed to but you don't have to be violent and crazy. 
stay civil because they don't like that either. Smile at them. Hey, what about this? I'm going to put you in prison and watch the reaction. It's <laughs> it's priceless. I want everybody to feel that liberation because you earned it. We spent our entire lives being judged by these people. Every one of us. Now it's your turn. You get to be the judge. And and it's beautiful, by the way. Rick does mention that by about page 58 or 59 that says, instead of speaking one-to-one, -one, you speak one-to-many in public as well in his book, the Greatness Awaits You. Um, five Leadership Secrets of Success right here. It's a great so, book, by the way. So yeah. speaking about speaking out and how powerful that is, as everybody might have watched in the last 10 days, Pastor Pawlowski and myself and Michael Pico did a show. We got that out just about a little bit more than maybe 15, 17 days ago. And all of a sudden, not long after that show, maybe it had something to do with it. Obviously, it wasn't all of it. Pastor Pawlowski's sentencing hearing was pushed over five weeks. They pushed it in the future five weeks, September 18th. All we did on that show, humanitarian show, was said on my channel and Michael's channel, call the premier of Alberta, call the justice guy who is trying to prosecute a pastor for giving a 19-minute the Canadian Freedom Convoy because they're trying to throw 10 years maximum security prison sentence at him. After he spent 55 days, most of it in solitary confinement, and guards tried to bribe other prisoners to kill him. So, all on record. And now he's facing it, and his son is facing a year in prison for reading a Bible 100 meters away from a dry queen story time at Calgary Public Library. Now, this is not a Canadian thing or an Australian thing or an American thing. It's a worldwide problem. We've already seen that. But your voice matters, and it matters in numbers. And Rick mentioned on one of our most recent shows about a month ago, uh, Kevin, you the first one that we did, election selection, a month or so ago, like you said something great, and I'm probably going to screw up the quote, but you said, you know, if there's 10 of us that stand up, you know, they think no problem. If there's a thousand of us that stand up, they're like, eh, I got a problem, but the politicians aren't doing anything. But if a million of us stand up, then the politicians are shitting their pants. You said something to that effect, and I think that was so powerful and potent, and I have parroted that and given you accolades for that phrase on several shows now. As well, you did better. You got a million. <laughs> you got a million brad that's what i said we're we're doing this yet we ain't waiting for anybody and that's why i love you guys <laughs> i think it's happening but i'm not risking it we're doing it right now and we've been doing it for a long time that's why i said it's a it's an honor brother all of you i think we are we the people are the future if, if they take me out which i don't plan on i want to see the other side of this too right but if one patriot you know falls he's simply replaced if somebody stumbles, we help them up. And again, it's all about each other. That's how it ends. Yeah. All we have is each other. And that's how I know we're going to be okay. Right. Well, that's good. So all deeply right. honored to know all you gentlemen. I look forward to finally getting to meet in person, Rick, Dave, in the next few months. That's my plan is to be there for your summertime after, after the Christmas break. Maybe it'll be sooner. We'll see. In the meantime, gentlemen, the best way to find you, the links will be below on my channel for a one stop the rot sack a lot.org grassroots warrior network. My friend, Rumi, from Anaheim, California, truth tour, Kevin. 
But is there anything else that you'd like to say in, in closing comments here to the audience? I've always I've always wanted to go to Australia. Maybe we'll have to be roommates again. That's one country I haven't been to yet, but I'd love to see it. So and I, I love the people. I already know because these fine representatives below here. Thanks for having me, Brad. Thank you. Honored. Thanks, Brad. Rick and Dave, to you guys, final comments, gentlemen. Derek. God wins. Look, we're, we're going to go through rough times. Personally, watching others, get on your knees, pray to the God of your childhood. I mean it. Humble yourself. This is bigger than any one of us can handle. So ask for help. I do it all the time. Ask for his help. I can't do this on my own, Lord. Please, please, please help me. They, he answers. His, his lines are open. There's no waiting. Just do it. Make sure that's that's the first step. Always ask for his help and then get to work. Beautiful. Thank you. And Dave? Yeah, as as usual, Brad, I just uh, I just want to make sure, as Rick just said then, you know, we're all God-focused here, right? We know the war that we're fighting, guys. So I just want you to, each of you, if, if you've if you've set yourself a, a plan and and you're in action and you're doing something, just revert back to God and make sure it's a plan he's got for you, okay? Because if we're all doing the little thing that God gave us, that little unique talent that he's given you that you may not even have found yet, okay? You may be using a ta talent that, and at the moment doing good work with only 25%. If you found that talent God give you, you got 150% or something, so that's what I'm asking, guys, just for the people to go out there, talk to the Lord, and find out where he wants you in this law, war and what he wants you doing. And uh, that way we succeed, and we succeed a lot quicker than we will on our own merit, guys. So, yeah, thank you very much again, Brad. Honour to see you again, Kevy. Thank you. And, Ricardo, as always, pleasure to be on screen with you, brother. Let's go, Australia. Let's go, the world. Deeply honored, everybody. All right. God bless everyone. You've heard it from them. This will be posted ASAP. Again, to all of you. Cheers, everybody. God bless. Thank you. If you are looking for groundbreaking nutritional products, which revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge, American-made, all-natural wellness brand. Root the Trinity Pack from GetRootNow.com is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic which skyrockets your clarity and creativity. Professional athletes have reported over a 40% increase in their performance in only 90 days. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health, optimizes your true brain, helping you tap into quantum consciousness, also known as the God Mind, all together with Clean Slate, which gently wipes out harmful heavy metals from your body, gently evacuating toxins, including graphene oxide. Trinity Pack from Root Altogether helps you increase your performance, longevity, deep sleep, and have a far greater quality of life. Register now at GetRootNow.com to grab your Trinity Pack. Then hit subscribe and save to get $15 back every month. Trinity Pack has also received the gold standard a worldwide BSCG approval, allowing those in the military to first responders to the NFL, PGA, NBA, FIFA World Cup soccer, and more. Feel assured it is indeed all natural and drug-free. Trinity Pack even comes with a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. So when you grab your Trinity at GetRootNow.com, you can feel good knowing it's endorsed by Tier 1 Special Operations Warriors, to lightworkers, benevolent healthcare heroes, professional athletes, and Olympians detoxing their systems and unleashing their greatest self from across the globe. You can also get rewarded for being part of the Root community. See you there!
Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.